Yo, what is going on, boys and girls? What's really good? Are you guys, are you guys ready for the rave that is the happy podcast with Santi? Are you guys ready? I don't think you are. If you guys recall, it's only a duo effect, and now that's first and foremost. I, I, it's Monday. It's the first day in the duo effect. It's the first leg. And last Friday, when I completed my duo effect in such great form, with with such grace, I did so with an episode that was more serious than than I ever want to be. But it needed to happen because this podcast probably wouldn't have gotten anywhere had I not had some sort of distant guidance, distant something to look up to, you know? So I, so I had to so I had to keep it real, dude. I had to tell you guys how I felt. I couldn't I couldn't move past that that thing. I couldn't move past that feeling that I had for whatever the fuck is going on. Whatever the fuck is going on. But now that we're past it, and are, are we completely past it? Not necessarily. Because guess what? He still hasn't even said anything yet. And by he, I mean Chris Delilah. He hasn't said anything yet. So we're waiting for that. But at the same time, there's so much more that I want to get, get into, specifically Justin Bieber, because that motherfucker, what? If you don't know yet, some act, some acts, some, some straight up ACCs, some accusations and allegations came out against him. And he responded same day with 15 tweets. So that doesn't help how I feel towards Chris Delilah because bruh. And I'm not throwing dirt on his name. I'm just joking. Chris D'Elia. But dude, uh, Justin Bieber came out same day with his accusations. So listen, it, it 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 was a tough day. It was a tough week for me. But I'm feeling better now. You know, that shit broke, I think, Tuesday night. I was, I was, I was bucked up. I was bucked up for the rest of the week. But guess what? The weekend came. Your boy. I didn't even get to talk and and dude, and I didn't even get to tell you guys about all of the things that I've been doing, all of the new things in Santi's life. First things first, boys and gals. I'm. You already snow. I'm like Chet Hanks, dude. I I go in and out of patois, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna keep trying, but like you know how when you put too much thought into it, and then you're just gonna completely fuck it up. I was about to start t- talking Australian, dude. <laughs> Listen, your boy has been running every morning since I think last Monday. Yeah, I think last Monday because I think I'm on a six day streak. So here's the thing. I know there's been some sort of gray lines with the first 10 minutes of my podcasts lately. You know, they're supposed to be in a section, but at the same time, I like to keep it friend. I like to keep it funny. I like to keep it, keep you know, keep it light, keep it lighthearted. But uh, if there's any advice that I can give now, dude, work out a little bit. Um, it feels good. If it's like the one of the easiest things, like no, I'm not gonna say easiest things, but it's something that you can accomplish. Something that's in your power. Dude, me and my friends, we have, I told you we use this Marco Polo app to track us doing push-ups and shit, but now 
me and another group of friends, friends, me and another group of friends, me and another group of friends, um, we we have a group chat on WhatsApp, and we use the Nike Run Club app to track our runs and shit. I fuck. Let me tell you something. I fucking hate running. I never was a fan of running because, yeah, I can be running and technically my body's doing something, but my mind is like, dude, we can spend this time at home doing something else because it's not a, it's not just running. It's you run, you run back, you're sweating, you got a shower, the sweat never stops, at least for me. It's a whole day event that feels like. But lately, living with the wonderful Lolly, it's been it's been a better experience for my ADD in, in the sense of I've been able to, um, what's it, compartmentalize. I've been able to be like, okay, I got to spend X amount of time doing this. I got to spend X amount of time doing this because guess what, guys? I wake up at a certain time. I get ready for work. I record a podcast. I bounce. I go to work. I come back. I'm coming back at a certain time. Then that means I only have a certain amount of time for myself. And then I got to dedicate the time to her because healthy relationships. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, guys? You got to compartmentalize. Now, before I lived with her, it was straight up, straight up. It was straight up Fortnite all night, dude. It was straight up, straight up, Fortnite all night. <laughs> Timing didn't matter. But when you compartmentalize and realize, oh, you can, okay, I'm going to give an hour to this. I'm going to give an hour to that. I'm going to give 30 minutes to this. You can dedicate some of that time to the other things that you want to do or need to do. So here's the thing. Your boy has been getting fat. Got to sip some coffee on that one. You guys know this. You aren't a stranger to this. Um, I've been eating whatever, straight up, whatever the fuck I want. And it's been, it's been a very good time, but I gained 20 pounds. I was shredded last year. Now, not so shredded. Gained 20 pounds. Um, also last year when I was working at the devil's fucking corporate office, Yelp, um, I, uh, there was a boxing gym literally a block away and I would just go to the boxing gym every night and your boy was getting in his 10 rounds 10 to 12 rounds on the heavy bag. Nothing crazy, just, you know, hitting the bag 10 to 12 rounds. And um, I was shredded, dude. I was shredded, dude. And now I can't, I can only hit the bag on the weekends. So I needed something during the week to keep me sharp. Now it's easy to be like, oh, when you come home, just do your push ups and shit. But when you come home after a long day of work, you're tired. You're tired. You know what I'm saying? You're dying. You're exhausted. You're fucking, I was going to say exhilarated like an idiot. There's another word, bigger than exhausted, I feel like, whatever. Listen, uh, come home, you're tired, you don't want to do shit. So whatever, guess what, guys? Running. Oh, did it take me seven minutes to circle back around? But I circled back around. I got there. Dude, I'm going to try to run after this podcast. I probably won't have time, so maybe not, but whatever. Uh, Dude, you take 10 minutes, as long as you got a decent pace, you can get to a mile. Just get a mile in there. Just, dude, I after this podcast, the last I did that last week. After the podcast, I said, shit, let me take 10 minutes to run around the block real quick. Dude, Nike Run Club is lit. It tracks all your progress. Dude, it sounds like this is one big sponsor, but guess what? No sponsors yet. No sponsors to shove down your guys' throats yet. But what I can say is Nike Run Club is lit. 
tracks your progress, tracks your miles, you get achievements. And then me and my friends, we share all of our fucking progress. We're like, hey, we did we did two miles today. We did three miles. We did four miles. And that shit is cool. So if you got some friends that are into working out or into, you know, trying to better themselves in little ways, you know, I recommend maybe starting a group chat and pumping each other up and, you know, uh, boosting each other up. That shit feels nice. Once I saw, you know, the competitive aspect of unlocking achievements and, and, and Nike run club, it lets you, um, it doesn't let you, but it pretty much puts you in like a rank. You get ranked almost not among people, but like groups. So you start off, I think yellow. And then after like 30 miles, you go to orange. And after like 150 miles, you go, I think it's like green or something. This is off the top of my head. So I don't, you know, hold it against me. But, um, how about that pickup line? Uh, if I, Ah, if I told you you were pretty, if I told you I liked your body, would you hold it against me? <laughs> and you just got me too'd. Oh, dude, I just me too'd you over the fucking podcast. I'm sorry. Let me issue my apology now. So this is what we can do. We can chop out that clip where I just me too'd you, and then we can chop out my apology. So we can just put it back to back, and we can end that me too segment in ten years. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to me too you. I apologize. Uh, you know. I'm sorry. It was it was a poor, it was a uh, tasteless joke. <laughs> Didn't mean to use my power. <laughs> okay, okay. Listen, back on topic. You it, it ranks you based on how many miles you put in. Um, so that's cool. Once I saw the competitive aspect, I got I got a little bit more excited. And especially when you have a group of friends that's into it too, it just it, it kind of keeps you pumped. You get to share your miles and stuff and. Whatever, get a run in, workout, move your feet, uh, move your feet, lose your seat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but moving on, dude, we spent 10 minutes on the advice segment. Invice, invice. Oh my God, advice, dude. But yeah, so last week I didn't really get to talk about anything that I wanted to talk about because uh, the Chris Delilah shit was serious, dude, and it broke my heart. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been holding out hope that, like, it's I'm not necessarily that it's bullshit, but that there's a reasonable explanation for this. Like, oh, I'm a fucking sex addict and and, um, you know, um, not that I, I like some illegal shit, but I like girls that are this age that are 18, 19, 17. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get help for it now. Something, anything, anything that'll make me be like, all right, like we can we can reason with him. But uh, then this shit came out about Justin Bieber. So now before I even got to Justin Bieber, um, people tried to hit Joey Diaz and Joe Rogan for a, a clip that does sound kind of bad. Joey Diaz, like 10 years ago, is straight up just like, straight up, um, oh, I used to fucking, oh, this girl wanted to get on stage and I'd be like, oh, you have to fucking blow me before you want to fucking get on stage. You got to suck my dick, blah, 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 blah. And then I'll fucking give you some spots. And then Joe Rogan's laughing. Like, how many times did you do that? Because he kind of sounds like a hippie. And Joey's like, oh, I fucking did that at least fucking 20 times. <laughs> I'm surprised that I can actually do a pretty good Joey Diaz uh, impression. I swear to God, it's the first time I've ever tried. He's talking shit. Is it okay? It's definitely not okay. But it's it's come out by other comedians that he was just talking shit, trying to make a story. And the person that he was actually talking about was somebody that he was – fucking with on the regular. And at the time they were both like low key drug addicts, like both, but you know, crack cokeheads or some shit. So 
he was just talking shit, and now people are trying to cancel the shit out of him. And they're trying to cancel Joe Rogan for having him on, giving him a platform, supporting his friends, doing this quote-unquote behavior. And um, not only that, Joe Rogan's documented several times saying the N-word. Definitely not okay. Dude, don't be tone deaf. But he said it a bunch of times, which was just definitely weird. But whatever, there's context to every story, okay? I'm not saying cancel him. I'm just saying there's context to every story. Take it easy. Take it easy at the end of the day, right? Now, here's what I wanted to get to. Um, oh, actually, before I even get to Bieber, there's a really good podcast, the, the latest one with Joe Rogan and Bill Burr. Uh, I think it's important to see because Bill Burr calls Joe Rogan out on on a couple of things. Not like, hey, Joe Rogan, I came here to call you out, but more so, uh, hold on, I need a sip of this blonde roast. Oh, that's good. Um, more so just... Joe Rogan's kind of saying shit about like, oh, not wearing the masks and stuff. And granted, Joe Rogan has a lot of informed people coming onto his podcast and contacting him. So I'm sure he knows a lot, but he's like, oh, so you don't, you don't wear, you like to wear the mask, Bill? And Bill's like, let's not do this. And Joe Rogan's like, what? Let's do it. Let's do it. Granted, they're playing around, having a playful conversation and they are good friends in real life. Um, so I'm not going to, you know, judge it completely off of face value. But what I want to say is Bill Burr's like, let's not do this. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you with no medical degree and me with no medical degree and you smoking a cigar in front of this American flag. And he's making it a joke. He's making it light. So it doesn't get uncomfortable. Like he's pressing him or arguing with him, but he's like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you say no masks or masks are better when you have no fucking medical degree and not re and you don't really 100% know what you're talking about. Yeah, you can say statistics and cite what other people are saying, but that doesn't make it completely right. And I agree with Bill Burr on that because here's the thing. And I know Joe, Ro well, I'm not going to say I know, but I, I'm pretty confident Joe Rogan has no malintent with his shit. It's just a matter of Dude, so many people listen to you that based on the things that you say, regardless of what you say, people are going to take it up the ass. People are going to take it very seriously. So it's just you got to be careful with what you say. But I loved the podcast because it shows how two adults should speak to each other. If Bill Burr doesn't agree with something, he speaks against it. If Joe Rogan doesn't agree with something, he speaks against it. And they, they it seems like it was going to get tense at points, but it didn't because they're both adults both established adults. And I think people need to see that because, bro, not everything has to be an argument. Not everything has to be an end-all, be-all. Not everything has to be a fucking, you don't agree with me, let's cancel you. It, it shows how two healthy adults can disagree on something and still fucking love each other. All right? So, bam. that's Dude, that's five minutes after the first ten minutes and you're still getting advice. You're still getting advice. Pay me, son. Pay me. I'm not, that's it. I'm not finishing the next 15 minutes till y'all pay me. <laughs> oh, dude, I came in hot. I came in hot today. Ooh, that coffee's so good. All right, listen, man. Justin Bieber, right? Two girls came out, uh, Danielle and Katie. Dude, I, I didn't even really read the Danielle one, but the Katie one, you could just tell. Dude, she has a, a, a tweet pinned on her Twitter where it's like – it's two pictures of her or a couple pictures of her. And it goes, I want to be in a Netflix series. Twitter, do your thing in 2018. Then she comes out with the accusations and obviously everybody's like, oh, we believe you. We believe you. We believe you. Listen, this Me Too shit is serious, dude. 
there are people really going through this shit. But here's where I, where I get mad. I get mad where the people are like, oh, if I just throw accusations out there and, and, and a target maybe a big celebrity that won't care, I can just garner a lot of attention and nobody's going to question me and it's, it's all going to be good, right? I, it, I can slander somebody's name for the attention because the internet is a fucking crazy place and then I, I won't have to deal with it, right? Well... Well, now, maybe Chris D'Elia went radio silent, but Justin Bieber came out with 15 tweets the same day. Now, if there was ever a moment that I fucked with Justin Bieber, it's right now. Let me tell you, let me tell you why. 15 tweets, and man, oh man, were they so well put together. I'm just going to read you a couple, uh, but mainly I'm going to read... Um, I'm going to read the, the last three because the last three are, I guess, like the, the culmination or like the, the main ones. So on March 10th, Selena left for work and I stayed at the Westin as the receipts clearly showed with my friends Nick and John before I left town. Once again, not at the Four Seasons. We booked it for a couple days to stay for the Def Jam show, but I bailed on the 11th to head back home. That one is important because it includes pictures, receipts, of him being somewhere else where uh, the accusations don't say, okay? Then uh, it, it's just, it also shows his alias Mike Lowry, which is the character from Bad Boys. I think it's Will Smith from Bad Boys. Um, and, he's, and the next tweet is just, I won't be using Mike Lowry anymore as an alias. And then the next tweet, Justin Bieber goes, every claim of sexual abuse should be taken very seriously. And this is why my response was needed. However, this story is factually impossible. And that is why I will be working with Twitter and authorities to take legal action. Dude, Justin Bieber said, oh, cool story. Hold my $300 million dollars. I'm working with Twitter and authorities now. Oh, you you thought you can say whatever you want about what whatever celebrity you want? Justin Bieber said, cool story. Hold my creepy mustache. I'm working with Twitter and authorities now to pursue legal action. Oh. You thought he was too big? You thought he was too big of a star to respond? Oh, you done got God. <gasps> if there was ever a getting God, if there was ever a, an example of getting God, this is that example. And here's why I love these responses. He didn't, uh, he didn't attack her. He didn't come out and flip out and be like, this is fucking retarded. This is stupid. I can't believe this. Yada, yada, yada. And Because here's the thing. I'd, I'd be emotional. I'd be upset. Are you accusing me of something that I didn't do? What? My man Beeb said, no problem. He said, hold on. Hold up. Let me talk to my team. Let me get it all together. And even the prior, some of the prior tweets, uh, Lolly brought up a great point. In the prior tweets, he said, I spoke to my wife and this and this and that. The, the, the point is, he 
included the people around him and his wife specifically because, hey, you know, how do you feel about this? What should we do? Because she's a part of his life too, a.k.a. she's going to be affected by accusations against him, especially ones that claim that he sexually assaulted someone. That, That for sure plays a part in whether or not somebody should be or wants to be married to you. You know what I'm saying? So it, it was it was just so classy. It was so mature. And I don't think I, I could have done it better myself. I don't think anyone could have done it better themselves. But Justin Bieber said, oh, you thought you were coming for the babes. And I commend him for that because, dude, OG, dude, oh fucking G. So, yeah, dude. If you're thinking about doing some dumb shit for attention, please, please, please think twice. Because here's the upsetting thing about this Me Too stuff. A lot of these stories are real. A lot, a lot of women have their own stories. It's so common. But if you lie on it, if you lie with the power that the Me Too movement holds, you will water down the movement. And people will begin to not take shit seriously. They're going to be like, oh, that's just another fucking person taking advantage of the movement, trying to get power. You're, you're taking power away from your fellow sisters going through real shit. Oh, dude. Oh, that angers me. But I love how, how Bieber handled it. Holy shit. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving on. But, yo, real talk, though, this weekend, Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, last week, Chris D'Elia, they're trying to come for Justin Bieber. Real talk, hide your kids, hide your wife. They're canceling everybody out here. They're canceling everyone, dude. Everyone's getting getting canceled. Everyone. Oh, you you thought you were going to make something of yourself? Oh, well, I've got news for you. You're getting canceled. (gasps) Oh, you... You wanted you wanted to do something. You wanted to make your life better. Oh well, guess what? You made some mistakes 15 years ago. What were those mistakes? Were they fucking rapey? No, you just said hi to a girl wrong. <gasps> Me too. You're going down. Get him. It's over, dude. It's over. And and here's the thing. And oh, here's another thing too. People are using it for uh, whatever. I don't really want to get too deep too deep into it before I come off as ignorant. But just don't water down the movement, please, please. Anyway, um, I got I got to play for you. Hey, you know what? This is a perfect segue. Actually, there are a little bit of bad people everywhere in every group. Bad people like that girl trying to accuse Justin Bieber in the Me Too movement which is a very real movement. And then there are some bad cops who take advantage of their position and power and, and opportunities. So these people see an opportunity and they try to take advantage. Okay. Um, this is a cop and, uh, he's from Knoxville and he's at a church giving a sermon. And I, I just want to play it for you. Epic music. Should be a crime, people. Just like murder, rape, and all of these things. It should still be a crime. If the government should do their job. Right. Instead of running radar on the interstate, why don't you go arrest some queers? How about that? Somebody stands up. Oh, I'm LGBT. Here's how it should work.
and we enforce the laws because the Bible says the powers that be are ordained of God, and God has instilled the power of civil government to send the police in 2019 out to these LGBT freaks and arrest them and have a trial for them, and if they are convicted, then they are to be put to death. Bro. You understand that? Yeah. It is a capital crime that should be uh, carried out by our government. Not Christians, unless you're a policeman. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're a policeman, then you know what? It should be your responsibility to carry these things out. You bring them to the judges, and you let the judges hear the cause, and you put that animal to death. Dude. Arrest some queers. Dude. Dude, what? And there's a, there's another part of this goddamn video that I want to play you guys. Hopefully I can find it. And if I don't find it, I'm going to be a little upset. I should have done this beforehand. But anyway, dude, why don't we go out and arrest some queers? What, dude? Are, are you fucking kidding me? This is serious, man. And then there's a part. I can't find it. And I, I should have I should have done my research before. Uh, not research, but I should have just had it prepared before. Because of this new format, it's a little hard to uh, have clips prepared. Whatever. Um, what? He? This guy... In 2020, and I think those clips were from 2019, believes that she should arrest homosexuals and put them to death. Yeah, you heard, you heard that clear. Now, clearly, he's got some feelings that he's wrestling with. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what happened to this guy, but he's clearly upset about something. And uh, basically, there's another there's another part in that video where he goes, um, he's like, these are the the offenses that we should arrest: rapists, and everybody agrees. And he's like, philanderers, and everybody agrees. I don't even I don't even think he said that, but he starts from the top. He's like, rapers, yeah, kidnappers, yeah, and he starts coming down. He's like, you know, if you commit this crime, yeah, commit this crime, and then he goes, and sodomites, bro, and sodomites. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, someone must have put it in his butt <laughs> and he either liked it too much and thought he was going to hell or didn't like it enough. Dude, I, I can't imagine being that upset that he straight up given this sermon. Oh, dude. And I'm, I'm just upset that I can't find that clip, actually. But, bro, what? If that, that should be an example to you guys. Because not all freaking pastors think like this, obviously. And not all – he's a pastor and a cop. Not all cops think like that. But, dude, there are some bad people out there, man. Why don't we go out and arrest some queers? What? Dude, that's not how things work. classic case of someone abusing their power, abusing the opportunities that, that were afforded to them, the opportunities that they found in their lives. The chances said uh, uh, an opportunity arose and they said, I'm going to take this chance. I'm a pastor. I got a couple people listening to me. Let me express some feelings. Why don't we go arrest some queers? And the people listened. They were like, hell yeah, I agree. So just so you guys know, there are people who fucking who are out there who feel like this. Imagine that. Imagine that. We think we're all ahead of everything, and yeah, we are in many ways. 
But there are still a lot of people who are living in the fucking past. I'm talking 50 years. I'm talking 100 years. I'm talking 150 years. These people think like that, man. And that's scary. That's fucking scary. Uh, anyway, uh, I gotta, I gotta wrap this shit up. It's 28 minutes in. Your boy has to go on that run. Um, I, I also just wanted to wrap this up with, uh, put something into perspective for you guys. I'm pretty sure you guys remember Harambe, which was a gorilla that died or got shot in two, in May of 2016. Harambe was the main topic of 2016. He was the main topic from May when he got shot until the end of the year. He was the main topic before he got shot. No, he wasn't. It felt like it though. Dude, Harambe for six months. That's how, sh- that's how shit, that's how sweet shit was. That's how sweet shit was. I, I-, I want you guys to think of that for, for this year to be put into perspective for you because so many things have happened from week to week, from day to day, from month to month. And I know it's rough. I know we're all emotionally exhausted. But listen, I got to wrap it up. You already know I'm coming back for the second leg in the duofecta. Guys, happy QM podcast everywhere. Dad, Santi, everywhere. Instagram, whatever. Figure it out. Find me. Get in contact. Above all else, and most importantly, be happy.